ho ho and welcome to real doofs i'm drew i'm brian and i'm laura <laughs> and this is our christmas holiday time spectacular uh four years now of like four or four spectaculars at least i think it's four right we did uh last year we did muppet christmas carol um year before that we did it's a wonderful life year before that we scrooged was our first one scrooge was our first i'm looking at all the drawings i just moved them recently (laughs) over uh so we had scrooged um then the following year was good old 2020 and we watched uh that was it's a wonderful life because i think that was in my backyard (laughs) that's right so scrooge it's a wonderful life in 2020 2021 was yeah so that makes four years if if we had three movies prior jesus drew and it was muppet (laughs) christmas carol i'm trying to figure out four movies and i'm like oh this is the fourth um yeah so a very interesting um array thus far so we've gone from a more current um but fairly popular movie. We've gone from a very classic and uh, like, I would say arguably probably one of the most classic Christmas movies ever made. Like, like really up there with it's a wonderful life. And then we went um, with this like more children based uh, film for um, Muppet Christmas Carol last year, which again, I I don't mean to just call it a children's film because I sentimental sentimentally still love it. And I'm, very excited by the time this episode airs disney plus will have the extended cut on uh to watch where there was one song that was cut that was actually too sad for the movie um in a ghost of christmas past with uh scrooge and his girlfriend and she's singing she singingly breaks up with him uh, and they cut the song because it was too sad but when you watch the scene in the movie it's vaguely confusing Cause like, he's like, Oh, I'm going to walk another year. Then we'll get married. And she's like, <laughs> and she walks away. And like, everyone's like, <gasps> and you're like, what just, what just happened? Apparently there was this like gut wrenching song that she sings. Oh. So pretty stoked. Uh, to I heard there was show. also a scene. There was a lot more extra shots with like the tree ants and stuff. That, that was in the extended cut. Of the <laughs> Muppets. When, as soon as Brian said, I heard, I knew this was a, a bit because knowing Brian, he knew nothing about the movie yeah. at all. So I was like, and Brian definitely did no additional research. No, I love that though. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm very, very excited uh, uh, for the audience by now. Obviously, you like Brian loves to say, you're going to read the title. You're going to know what this movie is. But what's so special about today right now is that Brian and Laura actually do not know the movie we are going to watch. Not only do we not know, we know that. So to, to peel back the curtain, Drew sent Laura and I a list of Christmas movies and we had to tell them which ones we haven't seen. Not only do we not know what the movie is today, neither of us could remember what that list of movies yeah, was. I had no idea. I, I thought I, I thought Die Hard was on it and I was completely, that wasn't even on the list. So I think we're going in really blind here. Yeah. My favorite part is that both Laura and Brian are like, we can't remember what's on the list, but I'm, Actually, right now, looking at the text message that I sent them that has the entire list. Well, we're not so, cheaters. Okay, I was going to say, if they wanted to, they could clearly just scroll on, on <laughs> our very short uh, text line. So, <coughs> excuse me, I'm coughing a bit more than usual. I'm sorry. Hopefully, Brian will turn me down here or there. But <laughs> <clears throat> Anywho. Um, so, 
Yeah, I'm still not going to tell you both yet until we get a little closer, but uh, it is going to be a surprise. What I will tell you um, is that this year's theme is unconventional Christmas movies, movies that are that are movies, but Christmas is the is a theme of the movie, but not the main theme of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why, like Laura had said, she thought Die Hard was on the list. Um, there are several movies that are considered Christmas movies. Die Hard is one of them. Everyone. Don't fight me on this because you will lose. <laughs> I bring knives. Um, but um, yeah, so there's there are a bunch of movies that people argue about. Like, is it a really a Christmas movie? It's not about Christmas. My uh, personal th- uh, preference is if Christmas is like half the movie or more, like that time frame, then it is a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. If you go through multiple seasons and Christmas is there, I don't necessarily think it's a Christmas movie. Uh, that's my own personal thought. But hey, we can have arguments about it. You can message us now if you want to and let us know. <laughs> yeah, I was um, going to say, if you want to give it to Drew, you can pause the episode right now, go into the to the description of the episode, and there's a link where you can leave us a message uh, and just, you know, tell Drew how wrong he is. Yeah. Tell me how it. wrong I am or tell me how right I am and tell me your favorite unconventional Christmas movie. And if you do... Maybe we'll throw a few of those uh, those messages out in our description for the episode when it drops prior to the holiday. Um, <coughs> speaking of Christmas movies, I had to bring this up. Um, so Brian and Laura, and I and I know Laura. This is a fact with Laura. Laura's a big and Brian too. Actually, are very big like Christmas movie fans. At least I would say are very big uh, mm-hmm. Christmas movie fans. There are. Um, would you call them sentimental staples that you have to watch every year? Like it is a sentimental thing, right? Oh, like yeah. you get introduced to a movie with your parents, with your friends, and it sticks with you. You want to watch it consistently. Yeah. Um, yeah. So sure. yeah, and you share it with your, your friends and family or you watch it over and over. So I'm not as much like that. I generally watch two movies a year, the same ones I try. If I miss it, then it's like, eh, that sucks. I'm going to go to the movie theater uh, on the 21st of December to see It's a Wonderful Life this year. Um, a good friend of mine got tickets, and the last time we went in like 2019, we were very serious about the movie. We we're like, we are, this is one of our favorites. We're going to watch this. Uh, nobody better make a sound. And then we were complete dickheads the entire movie, just ma- basically doing this at the movie. <laughs> Um, and mystery science theater, like making jokes and laughing so hard. People thought, must've thought we were drunk high or just <laughs> complete dickheads, but, um, I'm, I'm ready for round two. Um, cause that movie is ripe for parody because it just obviously doesn't age well, but it's yeah. so damn good at the same time. Yeah. Um, but there are two, uh, new holiday movies that are coming out that are vastly different films. Um, and the first one is called Violent Night. Now, have we discussed mm. Violent Night? I feel like we might have. I no, but it's so. David Harbour, yes. right? Okay. David Harbour, who from, uh, he's, uh, what's his name? I can't even remember. Of Chief yeah, or he's sheriff. the sheriff in uh, uh, Stranger, Stranger Things. Things. Yep. He is Santa Claus. And he is the actual Santa Claus. But he's been doing it for so long that he's kind of worn down. He doesn't want to. It's like he it's not that he doesn't want to be Santa. At least I don't know. But it's just the trailers make it seem like he's just defeated. Like he's just doing this over and over and over. Right. So then cut to rich family 
on Christmas Eve night gets like home invasion by this this group of people that know he has that the guy has millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Santa just happens to go down the chimney, and it's essentially Die Hard with Santa as the as as Bruce Willis's character as John McClane. Okay. Um, <clears throat> the trailer's rough. It's silly, but it's really it's very very like janky and and just like mm. overly does it. Um, however, the review that just came out for this movie says it is like the next unconventional classic, like Christmas classic, like you're gonna watch it every year. Huh. Apparently, it is very fun. So, if you haven't seen the trailer, I would say watch it. But you can watch another time. The one I actually want you both to watch right now is a movie called Christmas with the Campbells. Laura, have this, you heard of this yet? I it have, stars but one I of your favorites. Anything. I know that I saw a trailer or something about it, but I have no memory of anything that it was about. Okay. So it's in very, very limited engagement at the theaters. It's unfortunately not around us, um, but it's going to be on AMC plus also the same day, but I don't have a subscription to that. So I don't, I don't care. I don't know how I'm going to see it. Essentially the movie is a, how do you describe it? It's a, it's, not, it feels like a Hall, Hallmark style movie. Yeah, the cover looks like a Hallmark yes. or even Netflix these days. Like Yes, one of those type ones. But it is produced by Vince Vaughn and Peter Billingsley, who is Ralphie from the original Christmas story. Um, okay. It's produced by them. It is rated R and it stars um, Brittany Snow. Snow and your Justin boy, Long. Justin yeah. Long. I'm just looking at it right now. And now okay. I do remember... The I, trailer. Yeah. I would like you or you have seen it already? I think so, but it's I, very raunchy. Like it's a red band trailer. Yeah, I'm trying to remember it. All right, I know I, I watched it, but <laughs> Okay. This is my request that you both watch this trailer. It's it's like they took a Hallmark movie and then just replaced the dialogue. Yeah, with because it's like, filmed like the music choices, like it's all still very yes. like this is a Hallmark movie, but uh, just dirtier. Yeah, yeah, it looks really funny. It's supposedly very, very good. I'm like, I'm kind of bummed that it's like not gonna be easily accessible because I don't want to get an AMC Plus. Uh, and is that the know. guy from Cheers? That's the dad. I think he might be. I don't know. He looks vaguely he familiar, but I think he's I'm not from sure. Cheers. And then the, the only, I knew the mom too. She's from. Uh, I knew her from Designing Women. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, and that song. This may be a very unpopular opinion. Christmas wrapping by the waitresses. I don't know why, but I love that song. <laughs> <laughs> most people think that it's very annoying but i just i don't know every time i hear it i really like it i don't know uh george I don't know that one yep. yeah you're right um i probably would know it if i heard it again it's yep. what was playing in the trailer norm was it the only song playing yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> like that's the song you just listened to for three okay. minutes <laughs> so you're, you're right also about the father is norm from cheers yeah yep. We'll have to find Very. a way to watch it. <laughs> yeah. 
I I want to know like and like listen AMC Plus let's like give me give us like three months free or or, or I something. I didn't even know that was a streaming service. Yeah. there's too many it, to keep up. You'll with. probably be able to like rent it or something if you really want yeah. to on like YouTube. Yeah, yeah, or or even it might go. It might be on video on demand at some point. But it is it is in a very limited engagement at theaters. I think starting this week, um, which is unfortunate. Like I wish it was a little better. Like more like. Um, uh, what was it? Uh, the Glass Onion went last week was like it was only in six hundred theaters, but like that's still like near us, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. So, anywho, we'll see. Maybe it'll, if it does well, it might go a little wider, but um, probably not. Anywho, good. I'm glad that you both got to watch that and saw the trailer. It does look uh, it does look funny. I'm uh, I'm excited to hear how how it goes. So, would you like to know? what movie we are actually watching today yes i would (laughs) all right brian and laura so here are the movies that brian and laura had not seen from the list that i provided them they both have not seen the movie lethal weapon which yes takes place during christmas trading places kiss kiss bang bang more recent, it's actually one of the movies that got um, Robert Downey Jr. re-noticed, reignited as a star. Um, Gremlins and The Green Knight. Now, I went with, I looked at this list and I said, all right, there's some things we haven't seen. Most of them are more classic films that we kind of should see. So I narrowed it down between two movies. Trading Places, which stars Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy. It's a wonderful, funny movie about uh, basically a rich, two rich old men who make a bet and flip around um, two people's lives Mm. during Christmas. And Gremlins. (laughs) This one. I hope we're watching Gremlins. (laughs) You know what? I won't even spoil it. I will spoil it. Yes, Laura, we are watching Gremlins yes. today. And <laughs> the reason that I'm just going into that now is because I gave you a light plot of Trading Places. And that's what this uh, podcast is about. You're supposed to guess. So <laughs> I assume by next year you'll forget all about Trading Places if we ever talk about it again. We can watch um, it next year. <laughs> maybe. Um, but those two movies were the top priority of mine to have both of you see uh and i tried to think about it and i said you know what honestly trading places is more important if we were 10 years older and you hadn't seen that movie that movie kind of fits with that older generation it's it's um i can't remember if it's late 70s or early early 80s but um definitely has uh, a feel like you know your your parents have seen trading places and really enjoyed it you know (laughs) gremlins came out pretty much at me and laura's time and was very very relevant throughout uh up there so brian so you not seeing this is also quite a tragedy at this point Um, (laughs) i'm shocked that i've never seen it it's one of those movies that it's always like oh when i see it i'll watch it and then i just never do so i'm yeah pumped that we're watching this yes and the best part is now you have the excuse that it does involve the christmas holiday so (laughs) if you like it it gets to go into the list of movies the rotation yeah yeah so let me tell you a little bit about gremlins uh, without telling you any plot stuff uh it came out in 1984 
directed by, by Joe Dante. Now, Joe Dante um, has done a handful of things that you probably have heard of. Um, he's done some. He's done things like uh, involved with the Twilight Zone movie and the remake of the show. He did this phenomenal horror movie called The Howling. The Howling is a werewolf movie. Mm-hmm. And up until that time, all werewolf movies, basically werewolves, looked like they were bears when they transformed. When it was a practical effect, they looked like a kind of a thicky and a biggie, you know, where his movie. Yeah, man, this this werewolf was thick. Uh, I'm talking like 2C thick. I um, heard someone say thicky. Yeah, a thicky, thicky and a biggie. Thicky um, sounds like yeah. a double-sided thicky or something. <laughs> Look it up, like look up like American Werewolf in London, which was the more the the how I like American, that movie. Yeah. They both came out in the same year, and oh. American Werewolf in London is the more revered film. It's a it's a very very good movie, um, but but the wolf looks like a bear. Yeah. It's like mm. a crust. It's just a biggie. He's a big boy. Um, but Joe Dante did this movie called The Howling, and it was a wild murder mystery where this reporter goes to this like retreat and to so- help solve this murder or figure out something. And the werewolves in this are tall, and they have they're 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 like thin. They look like dogs. They pointy pointy ears. They're thinnies. <laughs> yeah, they're not thickies. Um, and their mouths are snout are like sharp snouts. They really look like wolves on a human body, but like with the the legs like back right. Yeah, they're standing upright. It's quite terrifying. I remember being so impressed by the wolf transformation scene um, in this movie uh, when I first saw it. Wild, wild movie. Um, but it was also very funny. And it was it was kind of like felt like a B horror movie, but got a lot of uh, it got a lot of good respect. So good film. Creepy. Awesome. I've been looking for a 4K cut of it. And I uh, now I'd like to own it (coughs) now. He also did another movie that Brian that was sort of like a kid's movie that came out in the late um, 2000s. I'm not sure if you've seen it, but you probably heard of it. Laura, you probably heard of it, too, called Small Soldiers. Do you yes. remember it was like little like like action figures that came to life? That makes and, sense. Yeah. So the movie was also though Gremlins was also written by Chris Columbus. Oh, like, okay. Like Home Alone, Harry Potter, Chris Columbus, yeah. and it was produced by Steven Spielberg. So this movie hits all of these. Yeah, the 1980s trifecta. Oh my god, yes. Wild, (laughs) wild stuff. You're just missing a John Hughes and and you've right, I'm right pretty much. But I mean, I'm pretty sure like plenty of people I think did John no Cameron Crowe did Fast Times at Ridgemont High, so somebody who's in this was from that. But yeah, you're it's like again, very good like eighties feel to it. And it fits into the 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 wild west of eighty movie eighties movies. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to think because without giving you much more, I guess, where or where do you think this movie is going to take place? Is it going to be Chicago again? Yeah. Chago. No, I'll give you that. It's not Chago. Um, I feel like it's a suburb. I feel like it's a suburban. Like, I don't know that this is a city. Yeah, I was thinking like maybe like outside of New York City, like somewhere around there. Yeah. 
I like that. I like that. I yeah. like that too. Like, or like Queens. maybe like outside of like Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Like I'll get both coasts in there just in case. <laughs> I yeah. like it. I like it. Okay. Um. All right. There's your your where Brian. Are you good with that as well? Feels yeah. Good? No, that's that. That makes sense. Okay. Um. And then just tell me, give me a when. When is this movie taking place? I think it's. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say. I think it's the. I think it's 1984. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say okay, whenever the movie came out, like present day. Cool. All right. Now, based on your understanding, because of course you've both heard of Gremlins. Like yes. you've never seen it, but you've both heard of it. What is Gremlins about? Furbies, right? <laughs> yeah, they do look like Furbies. It's <laughs> <laughs> the origins of Furbies. <laughs> The only things that I know are, I, do, I have no idea like where they come from, uh, how they start popping up, but I know that there's rules um, that you rules. have to like, okay. it, uh, don't feed them after midnight or something like that. Oh, shit. Um, and you can't get them wet, I think, is Why? one of them. I have, yeah, you gotta keep uh, your gremlins dry. No clue. But there's a few rules, and then if you don't do those things, then that's when they, like, go crazy. And I'm guessing, like, attack people? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um, I bet there's, like, an obscure vegetable they can't have or something. <laughs> like, something they can't eat. Because yeah. anytime I've seen, like, clips of it or, like, images, the only thing I can think of is they are, like, always snacking. Aren't they always eating stuff? Yeah, they're so hungry. Like, junk food? Like. <laughs> That's interesting. Always snacking. I love so it. It must be hard to stop them from eating. Yeah. If, that, if I'm right. And that's one of the rules. Okay. Yeah. My Furby so, used to tell me it was hungry. So that makes sense. So what happens? I'm going to ask you, since you named these two specific rules, Laura, um, both of you, what happens if you feed them after midnight? I think they attack people. Okay. Yeah. I think they're just like hungry little guys. And then, then they get angry. Okay. Um, they get real hangry. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What happens if you get them wet? Is it the same thing? They get they they attack people, or does maybe, something else specific happen? Maybe they get bigger if they get wet. Okay. Mm. There we go. Or they, they start keep... like multiplying. Yeah. Like trouble with tribbles from like now the original Star Trek. Real problem on your hands. Yeah. Okay. All right, I like that. I like that a lot. Okay, so now we have some we have some details. Um, so we know how how do Furbies or Gremlins come into the picture? Have they always been in this suburban town? Are they brought in? Are they aliens? How do they get here? I think an asteroid brings them to Earth. They're aliens. I love it. Okay. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe. I'm thinking there's like kids that come across something. Um, like, I kind of like where Brian's going, where they do come from like space or something, <coughs> another world. Um, but kids like find them and then take them to their house okay. and try and keep them as pets. And they're trying, as they like figure out how to keep them, they're coming up with these the rules mm, as they keep okay. discovering things that are happening. Okay, cool. All right. And now 
obviously, from what we have from your guesses, um, if you feed them after midnight, they attack people. Um, and if you get them wet, they get bigger or they multiply. So based on your rules and their origin, tell me the plot of this space and you see this asteroid like whirl by and it like then the camera follows it and it like crashes on earth and then it cuts to like the suburban uh town and this like little asteroid like lands in the woods and it's nighttime and uh the camera gets in real close to the asteroid and it's like glowing green or something and then it's daytime and these kids are like riding their bikes and they're like on their way home from school or whatever, and they're trying to figure out what they want to do. You're going into a very detailed plot. You can <laughs> yeah. you can go a little I, less it's there. It's, no, gonna it's, take there. Us, it's gonna take us I a half the hour movie. to get through this movie. <laughs> Buckle up. This is the next two hours. <laughs> <laughs> so kids uh, find it. The, so the kids go into the woods to play and they find the the it's like an egg and they open it up and there's some gremlins inside. Okay. And they each take one. Cool. All right. That's, that, and, that's it. Are you done? <laughs> and that's, then, that's how they that's how it starts. That's how they get the gremlins. Okay, so now Laura, fill fill me in from there. Now each kid has one. What's gonna happen? Unless so, you disagree with my assessments. So I cut no, I, I was gonna change where I think they come from. I now I'm thinking maybe they're coming from like underground somewhere. Like they ooh, live in ooh. the sewers or like somewhere that nobody ever really goes, but then all of a sudden one like escapes. Um with it, so I but I agree with Brian where the kids are like probably riding their bikes or something. Okay, come across them, find them, <laughs> then they take them home and they're trying to hide them from their parents. Um, but like these crazy things start happening, and then they're gonna end up like the gremlins are going to like the kids and want to like stay around, but then okay. the kids probably realize it's not a good idea, and then they have to kind of like send them back, kind of like ET style at the end Got where it. like. They don't want to say goodbye, but they have they to. They flush them down the toilet <laughs> to get back to the back sewer. Back to the sewers. You can't. Yeah. They'll multiply. They'll get wet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. They're already in the sewers. They must be multiplying. Okay, cool. But I don't see if... I can't decide if this is, like, a real horror movie or... Oh, that's a good point. If it's more of a comedy or a mixture of both. Hmm. I'm not decided on that. Well, well, that's all right. We can, we can guess. Uh, horror comedy okay or if it's kind of like I'm, I'm thinking of like ninja turtles like the ninja turtle <laughs> movies where there's kind of like dark like stuff happening but it's yeah. also funny at the same time yeah. that's kind okay. of the vibe i'm thinking of i thought you were gonna say that they were like squirrels and some like radioactive ooze got on them. Uh, <laughs> maybe i don't know Radio... sorry let me just make sure radioactive squirrels <laughs> okay all right. Um, interesting. Okay. Like, I like what we've got here so far. Um, why, don't I, why don't I ask you a few questions and then you can tell me if you have any further guesses to add to what you have thus far before we read through. Okay. What do you think this film is going to be rated from 1984? R. I think R. Yeah, I think so. All right. Because we figured out from last time that there was no PG-13, right? So Correct. it was either PG yeah. or R. Okay, so R. Correct. Yeah. 
no PG at this at this particular time frame. Um, what month was this movie released? I'm going to say, so if it's a Christmas movie, I'm going to go with November, like the end of November. Okay. Brian? Um, I'm going to go with July. I figured you would just to tr- try to like, like cover yeah. the bases. Okay. <laughs> Love it. Good Christmas in July scenario. Yeah, it must not be around Christmas time now if Drew's asking this. So I totally guessed the <laughs> not, wrong thing. Not necessarily. <laughs> Just typically, Laura, like you you were saying, Christmas movies nowadays typically actually open in November or very, very early December. Mm-hmm. You don't see them open like a movie themed on Christmas, open at Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Um, they want to get all that free time leading up to the holiday mm-hmm. and that whole month. Okay. Who is Gizmo? He's one of the gremlins. I do know that. Yeah, he's the... He's the, the ringleader of that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he is, but... <laughs> okay, the ringleader. And I bet we know his name is Gizmo, because I, I bet they... Um, but they're like Pokemon, where they all only say their own name. <laughs> uh, so like, Gizmo. Oh, and yeah. Oh, and so they talk, maybe? Yeah. Ooh. Like... Pokemon. Okay. Cool. Um, all right. This is going to be a hard one. Uh, actually, I'm going to skip this question because at this point, I don't think we're, anyone's going to get it. Um, <laughs> well, now I have to know what the question is. Yeah. Who voices Gizmo? Ooh. Now, here's the thing. This particular actor who voices Gizmo, you're never going to guess it unless you cheat. And you will never, like even imagine that it was this person doing this voice. Okay. I'm going to go with Christopher Walken. Oh, that would be amazing. Um, uh, who's the Kevin Conroy? Oh, okay. R.I.P. <laughs> Kevin Conroy. I don't know who that is. I gotta look it up. He's the, uh, Voice actor for Batman, the animated uh, series, and like a bunch of other stuff, I think, yeah. too. But yeah, he okay. just tragically passed. Um, so let's see here. Now, who else who just put out a very popular Netflix show was originally wanted to direct this film? I kind of gave you a lot on that one. That just put out a Netflix show? Yeah, a very popular Netflix show. Is it the Dahmer Netflix show? So who's who's that guy? Um, uh, oh my God, what is his name? He, I'm not very good at directors, he, so I'm gonna give this one to Brian <laughs> Murphy, right? Is it oh. Chris, Christopher Chris Murphy? Yeah, is he the one? I think that's his name, Chris Murphy. Does he do like the American Horror Story? Yeah. Too? Oh, that's Ryan Murphy. Ryan Murphy, thank you. I'll just go um, with that. <laughs> Ryan Murphy. I don't know. But you're, you're, um, you're I can't think of anybody young. who has. I can't even like think of what shows are on. <laughs> it's a show, though. Not yeah. Uh, it literally, just came out very, very recently. Oh, and it is, the Wednesday. Is that's it? what I was thinking, but I don't recognize either of the show creators. Ooh, okay, I don't know their names. 
uh, Alfred Go and Miles M- Miller. Actually, uh, Brian, thank you for bringing that up. Uh, Alfred Go and Miles Miller are the creators of Smallville, um, oh. but they didn't direct the show. Oh, now you're gonna see because you're looking at the show details. But so we got the show right this time. Maybe it seems. Like yeah, you ab- <laughs> you absolutely did at this point. It doesn't say who the director is on IMDb. Interesting. Okay, we'll make a guess. A popular weirdo director. Oh, um... oh, Tim Burton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I knew yes. that he did that too, and I was blanking on it. He actually directed. I. It just says from the imagination of on the cover. So yeah, I'm pretty sure he did a bunch. Uh, he did a bunch of the episodes. He didn't do the last couple, but okay. I watched it. It was phenomenal, by the way. Okay. It was very, very. Mm, fun. I just started it, and it seems really good. It's very fun. Yeah. Okay. Why does Kate not like Christmas? This is the last question for you both. Why does Kate not like Christmas? Hmm. So I'm guessing Kate is probably one of the kids. Okay. Um. Oh, while you're thinking of this and you're pro- talking about the kids, can you just give me the general age range of the kids, the main characters that are kids? Like, are they like high school? Are they middle school? Younger? What What are we thinking? I keep going back to like the E kind of thing where it's a thinking. family of kids so you got like the real young gotta, one the middle age okay. and then like the high school kid. so we get a little everywhere yeah okay, cool. and they may have some friends that show up too for um, the most part they're younger kids yeah okay cool all right so anyway i'm guessing kate's one of the kids yeah that she didn't get something that she really wanted for christmas and is still bummed about it <laughs> I'm going to guess darker. I Okay, so I was going to, but then I held back. Were you going to say like somebody and their family died or something? Yeah, I was going to yeah. say her dad okay. like, loved Christmas and he's yeah. dead, so now she hates okay. Christmas because it just reminds her. Well, we were on the dad. same page, so I, I, I was trying to not be that dark. Yeah. <laughs> or he left the family like yeah. on Christmas. He just never um, came back, went to go ooh. get milk and never came back. So now that we've gone through those uh, questions, do you want to add any additional guesses to what you think is going to happen in this movie? I thought of maybe some other ways of how the gremlins come about Um, that maybe it could be like a Chucky kind of scenario where there Mm. actually are toys like Furbies or something and then somehow get possessed or something like that happens. Um, or maybe somebody created them in a lab and then they got out. Ooh. Or they're demons and they were summoned. Like the kids do a ritual in the attic where they draw like a pentagram and they like summon them into existence. I like all of these. And now, (laughs) finally, since you went back to the origin, let me ask uh, for the finale for how we fix things. Um, uh, do you have any other guesses other than they get flushed down the toilet? <laughs> <laughs> um, I we... think the, if the movie is about them like figuring out these rules about how to stop them from becoming bad or doing bad things, then I think that they also need to figure out what the solution is to make them like docile again. Okay. 
Um, and that's got to be like a if they're summoning them, it's got to be like another spell. If they're just aliens or lab created, then it's got to be some sort of like like they Febreze them or something. Yeah, or like a <laughs> like a uh, like a I don't want to call it a vaccine, but a potion or something. Mm. Okay, all right. I like yeah, where we're going of with it. Like in the lab situation now, of, and then they're the kids are trying to kind of hide them so mm, yeah. the like evil scientist doesn't get them back. Yeah, there we go. Okay. All right, and uh finally, what do you think the death count is going to be in this movie? <laughs> uh I don't think it's going to be too high. You think I, there will be some people who die? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I don't think they're going to like terrorize the whole town okay maybe they could but so i'm thinking maybe let's say like 10 oh that's that's a pretty big number honestly is that 10 humans or is that 10 humans and gremlins because gremlins not counted just the okay okay Um, yeah i'm still gonna go with 10 i'm gonna say 23 jesus (laughs) 10 to 23 dead does okay. the dad dying count too? <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. Has to happen seen in the movie or known at least. Okay. Um, so let's go back. Let's see. Uh, where is this movie going to take place? It's going to take place in a suburb somewhere outside of either New York or LA in the time frame the movie actually takes place, 1984-ish. Um, they're going to be like f- the origin of the Furby, basically. We know we've seen the, the cute little furry thing. There are rules that need to be followed. Don't feed them after midnight. Uh, getting wet if you are getting them wet. If you don't do it, they go cr- or if you do it, they go crazy. Um, we think they're always snacking. That's like why you don't feed them after midnight. And if you do feed them after midnight, well, then they attack people. What happens if you get them wet? Well, then they get bigger and or they multiply. How did they get here? An asteroid brings them to Earth. They're aliens. Kids find them and take them home and keep them as pets. It opens on a space asteroid that crashes to Earth and is glowing green. Kids on a bike go to the woods and find it. It's an egg. Uh, And there are multiple uh, gremlins in it and each take one. Or... They're from underground in the sewers, and one escapes. And the kids think they're adorable and hide them from their parents. And crazy things happen to the and the gremlins do. Uh, the gremlins do like the kids, and they have uh, and the kids have to send them back to the sewers. It's a horror comedy, much like the Ninja Turtles in in tonality, <laughs> where it's a little out there and a little scary, but funny at the same time. They may be radioactive squirrels. Or are they more like Chucky toys that get possessed or they're lab created? Or are they demons that are summoned? We're really reaching for as many possible things that we can to be right. So they find out how to try to make them docile. Or uh, it's a spell or a potion that they they use to get them back to end it. And uh, they're not that crazy. They're not going to like terrorize the whole town. But we still somehow, without terrorizing the whole town, still expect <laughs> 10 to 23 murders or deaths, I should say. Um, cool. And then finally, um, 
what was the film rated? We're guessing it's rated R. Uh, what month was it released? We're guessing either November or July. Who is Gizmo? He is one of the gremlins, the ringleader. He also is, they only say their name, so they're like Pokemon, but they do talk. Who voices Gizmo? Christopher Walken or Kevin Conroy? <laughs> who else, who just put out a very popular Netflix show, was originally wanted to direct? Either Ryan Murphy or Tim Burton. We have confirmed this. It is Tim Burton was originally requested. And why does Kate not like Christmas? Well, Kate's one of the kids, and she doesn't she didn't get the gifts she really wanted for Christmas or dad loved Christmas and is now dead. And he left on, or he left on Christmas. Uh, and they are generally young children. We call them children, right? Yes. Okay, cool. That is what we've got. I am very excited to see if you are right. Um, so are you ready to get into the Christmas spirit? Oh yeah. I'm ready. Okay. Let's do it. Let's go gremlins. I was, I, was, I was waiting for you to go ho, ho, ho again. What a creepy gift shop. This right. looks like the basement from The Conjuring. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Just waiting for a ball to bounce out at you, Brian. Yeah. yeah. Some piano to start playing. This feels very uh, say Colorado. It. Oh, I thought you were going to say something else about the town. Oh, it looks like the Back to the Future too. It is. Oh. It is the same set, man. That's great. I saw the clock tower back there. There's the clock the tower. Oh, right yeah. There. That's funny. I'm glad you noticed that. It is, uh, by the way, not Colorado. It is uh, Pennsylvania. Huh? Oh, okay. I mean, that's outside of New York City, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, you're very close, and you're on the right coast. Well, you would have gotten one of them right anyway. Uh. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Don't cut your finger off. <laughs> oh, my God. Stop. Why is she Watch what you're cutting. Like I know. How was your day? She's using a butter knife to cut onions? <laughs> I mean, I'd feel better about it then. No. Adult, it looks like you can't cut with a dull knife. You're more likely to cut yourself. And if you, the part of the onion that was left, if you see the way she like cut it, it was so, so didn't you would never cut an onion that way. Yeah, she's never cut an onion before in her life. That's her first time she's ever held a knife in her hand. <laughs> Like, why are they not concerned that they don't know what it is? Yeah, right? So, what can I give him to drink? Yeah. Isn't everything, like, water-based? Like... Human blood. There you go. <laughs> but 70% of it's water. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't like the way he's looking at the gremlin. Like... Yeah, it's Maybe. very like sensual. It's like he's, yeah, it's like he's <laughs> in love with it, like but in a weird way. <laughs> it's the worst bandaging job I've ever seen. Also. <laughs> yeah, Gizmo could tell too. Bad bandage, bad bandage, bad bandage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gizmo Kaka. Hopefully, she uses the knife better than she was chopping the onion <laughs> herself. The cat's name is Old Dollar Bill? Every cat has a uh, name of a type of um, uh, currency. Oh my god. 
You know who the guy is? He's the guy from um, Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. Is uh, that really him? Yeah. That's Mike? I'm like pretty sure. Oh, the, shit. It looks like him. The guy that's his like hitman. Yeah, Mike. It's yeah. definitely. Holy crap. Just I gotta look this up. <laughs> way younger. Jonathan Banks. Oh my god. That's him. <laughs> what the hell is happening? <laughs> it's like a fever dream. Yeah. <laughs> this scene has gone on for far longer <laughs> than I thought it would. <laughs> expecting them to pull out a dead cat or a bird and instead they pulled out my father what <laughs> what <coughs> he was dressed oh my in god a Santa no suit. <laughs> what he his arms i can't take this seriously his neck died instantly that's By the way, this is not the reaction I expected you to have. <laughs> if he didn't slip, he wasn't making it through. That's not how big Jimmy's are. I know. You would think, oh like, you mean you didn't get that people don't normally climb down chimneys? Oh, my God. Just the way she told it. We expected a dead cat, but they pulled out my father. <laughs> Dressed in a Santa suit. Yep, I never would in a million years guess that was how he <laughs> you think we would react to that be like oh yeah a bit like oh it's that's ridiculous. horrible what <laughs> can i tell you like i remember that story vividly and i don't i couldn't remember where i'd heard it from i thought it was either a real thing or a movie i was i i was like literally thinking about it for like a year like not straight through every day but i was like <laughs> i'm like what was this story about this father who got stuck I, in a chimney and died, I couldn't put my finger on it. And then, like, randomly, I was like, I want to watch Gremlins. And the story hit, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, like it was this movie. And ever since then, I'm like, oh, it's so dark. And then you guys are like, ah! <laughs> 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 He died in a chimney! <laughs> like, okay. okay. Uh, <coughs> I'm just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, it's a little crazy. Yeah, like, who would think they could fit down a chimney in the first place? I mean, maybe in the 80s they had bigger chimneys. <laughs> I don't think uh -huh. so. I don't think you're going to successfully watch this movie. Oh, Is that what go. it was Maybe. like working in a movie theater, Drew? <laughs> Essentially, yeah. The audience kept coming in when I was trying to thread up the, the film and... Careful, Billy. Don't go near any chimneys. <laughs> <laughs> she shouldn't hate Christmas. She should hate chimneys. That's Seriously. what it comes to. <laughs> I hate small chimneys. <laughs> I only like ones that are wide enough to fit my dead dad. <laughs> <laughs> uh. 
it's so funny. <laughs> like, can't you just kick it? Like, they're tiny still. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he could. Perhaps someday, I think I recognize the voice. Do you? Until then, Mofai will be waiting. Do you? Where does wait he sound like? Till we talk kid. about it after, but I may know. <laughs> I wanted to tell you that I am truly Was it from a particular cartoon that you watched when you were a kid? Yes. And, uh, if you With a little that, tiny child? Yes. Bobby's World? And then like, yes! Okay. Yes! <laughs> wow! Bobby's <laughs> World! Only Shit. from when he just said bye, Billy. I was like, wait a second. Ho, ho, ho! And that was Gremlins. <laughs> All right. Oh, boy. What did we think? It was ridiculous. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty wild. It was uh, not what I thought the movie was going to no. be. <laughs> yeah, under I completely get it. Um, definitely a a unconventional Christmas movie, though. Yeah. Yep. Um, all right. <laughs> so, what did you what did you think overall? I mean, I liked. It's definitely an eighties movie. Um, I don't see how it could be considered like a scary movie at right. all because yeah. it just was ridiculous the whole time. Um, maybe at the time when it came out, but... I think it was more comedy really when it came out versus like horror, mm -hmm. but like it was okay. definitely like meant to be like creepy. Yeah. Um, and it definitely was darker originally. Yeah. Um, fun fact for you at one point, um, <clears throat> Christopher Columbus's first draft of the script actually had the gremlins eating Billy's dog. Um, I am glad that did not happen. Decapitating his mother and throwing her head down the stairs. What? Uh, so Joe Dante, Spielberg, and Warner Brothers all said, tone it down a bit. We want to make this more family friendly. So that was uh, definitely the where it could have gone if it... Uh, That's if wild. It Is Chris... Does he do like horror movies and stuff? I thought Joe Dante was like the more <sighs> Chris Columbus really. I mean, he's written tons of different things. Um, okay. I mean, he's the stuff he's directed has not been as much. Um, um, let me see here. Columbus. Um, the stuff he's directed has not been as as dark as this, but as a writer, He's literally, which by the way, he, the stuff he's written, like Gremlins, the Goonies, um, he wrote the, he, or he gets a credit on the Gremlins video game, uh, Goonies 2, <laughs> uh, let's see, Gremlins 2, he wrote that. Um, Little Nemo Adventures in Slumberland. Yes. <laughs> um, where's the other one here? Christmas with the Cranks and the Christmas Chronicles Part 2. Oh my God. Um, just Christmas Chronicles part two, not the first Christmas yeah, Chronicles. Right. Yeah, no. Um, very, very interesting. Uh, supposedly he is writing a Gremlins three movie. Uh -huh. Interesting. So that should okay. tell you Wait. that there are, there are two currently. Okay. Oh, I thought that there was a lot of them. So did I. There is also an upcoming series on HBO Max about the origin, I believe, of Mogwai, of uh, Gizmo. Oh. Okay. 
So, and I think it's animated, but I think it's more for adults too. I don't think it's like a kid kid thing. But I uh, would watch that. I think. Yeah, that's coming yeah. up too. But uh, it does have Chris Columbus as a writer for Gremlins three. <clears throat> um. Okay, so definitely out there. Uh, not necessarily a horror movie, but like. And I don't think it really had too many scary parts. There were a couple jump scares, but they weren't really too scary in yeah. general. Yeah. Um, and even with like the the people that were killed by the gremlins, you never really saw it. Right, it was right. like just implied that they Yeah. Uh, there there was another them. scene where they uh t- they attacked a McDonald's and instead of eating the hamburgers, they were eating the people. Oh jeez. The customers. Yep. So there were a few interesting um things that happened in in that um what were your favorite scenes or scene i should say in the movie i know what you thought was the funniest scene in the movie uh (laughs) due to your uncontrollable laughter on a very serious like scene but uh what was your favorite scene of the movie um i guess probably like the bar scene was pretty good uh where they're just like recreating it almost seemed like a parody scene where they were like yeah yeah parodying that like painting with all the dogs at the poker table yeah and um clearly some like 80s music videos that i'm just not familiar with Mm -hmm. it seemed like a couple of times but it seemed like a lot of just like bar related movie scenes were being parodied too you know (coughs) yeah laura what about you I just like the parts where Gizmo was cute. Like, because <laughs> as a kid growing up, like, I could see watching this movie and really wanting some sort of creature like that that, like, communicates with you and, like, could talk to you and do things with you. Like, that would be such a cool pet. So I just, I like those parts. That's probably towards the beginning more. Normally, I would say um, the, the, christmas like explanation scene is probably one of my favorite parts because it like you you get this understanding of kate and why she doesn't like christmas uh but today i'm gonna change that uh but actually i'm not i'm gonna leave it at that because you guys made it really fun uh this time (laughs) instead of depressing you you made it very funny to watch uh a scene about someone's grief so um no i love that both brian and i cracked up cracked up like hilarious Um, like and to be fair the studio actually wasn't sure how audiences would take it they wouldn't weren't sure if they were going to take it as serious or funny because of how it happened and the way she tells the story yeah so um but it it, probably depends on your like own experience too like going into something like that how you're going to take it like my guess you know, is my dad didn't die in a chimney, so right. But for someone who's dead, that could be a potential. I think it also could be a trigger. You know, it might have something to do with the fact that, like, you know, if you watch this alone, and yeah. there isn't somebody to make commentary about it too, or you know, we're in a group and this is what we do. You Pretty know? sure if I watched that alone, I still would laugh. And then oh, maybe it's one of those things of at the time, it could have been different, but watching it now however many years later and that's just, a good point too because you're was, talking like 84 almost 30 years difference even if you'd yeah. seen this when you were 10 or 12 that might have a different feel for you if you knew like santa mm-hmm. comes down the chimney and like to think we never think if someone you don't think that if someone goes down the chimney there you think santa and that you're going to come out of the chimney yeah. you don't think someone's going to die coming down a chimney 
Um, I think it is actually based on actual things that have happened, though. Um, oh, really? People. I think so. Um, oh. I think that's happened before where someone's like, like gotten I, stuck in the chimney. Google. I must Google that now. <laughs> You're going to be like, has anyone died going down in a chimney at Christmas? And it's going to be like Gremlins, 1984 movie. Um, <laughs> so uh, Chris Columbus actually never thought that uh, this script would be made or, or even like, like the movie would be made. He actually wrote this as a writing example. Um, he didn't even write the whole thing out. He kind of wrote it as more of like a, a treatment, like a shorter version of the script. And it found its way to Spielberg and he bought it and was like, this was one of the more original things that I've seen come across my desk in the last couple of years. So I want to make this ASAP. Um, this movie is the first movie to showcase Steven Spielberg's um, company, Amblin, their logo uh, oh. in, in the beginning. Oh. Uh, and as we said earlier, Brian identified Kingston Falls and Hill Valley are f- this from Back to the Future are the same. They use the same um, set for both movies. But I do want to talk about some of your guesses here. <laughs> I, I just want to say that, yes, people do die in chimneys. So now I feel a little bit bad for <laughs> laughing. A lot of um, burglars trying to get Dressed down. Up Santa. Yeah. Oh, okay. Not dressed no. <laughs> <laughs> up. A lot of burglars. Um, so we said, where does the movie take place? Uh, suburb outside of New York. Uh, we, it's Kingston Falls, Pennsylvania, um, which is fairly close. I can give you that. 1984-ish when the movie takes place, and that is accurate. It is uh, a more modern or, or present day to when the movie came out. It's like a Furby's origin, which we don't know what how a Furby. It, it still could be like an origin to the Furbies. But uh, there were rules to follow. Don't feed them after midnight. And no getting them wet. If you do, they go crazy. Um, they're always snacking. What if you feed them after midnight? They attack people. Um, I don't know what Brian just dropped in here, but I, I see in the in the long uh, thing here, it says, how to rescue someone <laughs> stuck in a chimney in the URL. So, oh my gosh, it's like a step-by-step guide. <laughs> Yep. Okay. Sorry. Um, go through the guesses, and we'll we'll go through the how to how to oh my gosh. suck in a chimney afterwards. Okay. These are really funny. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. So what happens <laughs> if you feed them after midnight? They attack people. No, they do not attack people. They multiply. And what happens if you get them wet? They get bigger, which is accurate. They get grosser yeah. too. Yeah, they're all slimy. Yeah. An asteroid brought them to Earth. They are aliens. Now we don't know if that's false. Uh, maybe in this Mogwai uh, origin series that's coming out, we'll find out. But um, but that's ac- not accurate at the for the moment. But we really don't know. Uh, some young kids are going to find them and take them home and keep them as pets. Um, not young, but definitely take it home, keep it as a pet, and then and the dad to, was the one that got it. Yeah, and then attempt to actually like profit off of them and make them <laughs> for kids all over, which is also weird. Um, all right. <clears throat> Warner Brothers logo fades out. Movie opens up on space asteroid crashing on Earth. <laughs> it's glowing green. Cut to kids riding their bikes. They go into the woods and they find this egg. It's glowing green. Each one of them takes one. Or 
We open in the sewer underground. <laughs> and one of these gremlins escapes. The kids take it and hide it from their parents and crazy things happen. And gremlins do like the actual kids, but the kids have to send them back to the sewers. I didn't think about the fact that <coughs> kids are probably not going to be riding their bikes during Christmas time. Oh, well, yeah. If it was L.A. Yeah, I guess that's true. If it was in L.A., it could have been a, like a warmer Christmas. Yeah. That's not usually Christmas movies usually are like. Snowy. Yeah. Here, let me let me switch that up. OK, cut to kids sledding down a mountain into the woods. <laughs> yeah, there we go. All right, so we said it's a horror comedy, and it is, it's is—it's more of a comedy with elements of horror in, in it. Yeah. But actually, Laura, I kind of think it goes by your Ninja Turtles like go, guide, mm. too, yeah. where it is a little bit like grosser, weird-like, but also um, but it had these elements of like scary stuff in it and mm-hmm. um, very a lot of practical effects. There were no CG or, CG or effects at the time, so all of this was either puppeting or uh, claymation for a little bit of it, too. Yeah. Um, are they radioactive squirrels? That is, again, a possibility we won't know about until we see the origins. Are they Chucky toys that get possessed or lab created or demons that are summoned? You you really reached for a, like a I lot know. on the spectrum on this. Um, but no, neither of those at the moment. Uh, and then they have to find out how to make them docile, like a spell or a potion um, or sunlight. Uh, they won't terrorize the town. They did. They did. <laughs> and we'd get 10 to 23 dead. Now, we counted approximately eight deaths. Mm. Um, but on the official wiki or uh, the wiki page of the deaths, um, by the numbers, let's see here. Prior to the actual gremlins, Mr. Berenger fell down the chimney. Yep, we know that. <coughs> now, it's funny. It says that he uh, suffocated to death, but she said he broke his neck and died instantly. Oh, um, yeah. Now, we got Roy Hansen, who was, um, what, what is this? I don't remember. Roy Hansen lethally injected. Oh, yeah, in the buttocks. Yes, yeah. by, by uh, Earl. Okay. So we have one. Now, this unfortunately counts the gremlins in here, so I have to count around the gremlins, but we've got one. Wait, he died from the needle? That's what it says, lethally injected. Uh, what did the science buttocks. teacher have in his lab at this school? I don't know. I th- yeah, but I didn't think right. about that. Yeah, we got one, Mister Anderson, arm ripped off by a gremlin. So that's two. Ruby Deagle launched out the window by gremlins. That's three. Mm-hmm. Dave Myers attacked by gremlins. Now it doesn't count his wife in there, which I think we should count uh, and make five because his wife was also attacked by the gremlins in the uh, the the tractor. Mm-hmm. Then we've got Sheriff Frank Riley killed in the car crash. Deputy Brent Fry killed in the car crash. That leaves us at currently seven. Uh, um, unnamed person killed in car crash. That's number eight. And then... Gremlin, 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 gremlin. That's it. We have eight, so our count was accurate. Yeah. <coughs> Just under uh, under your, your... That was pretty close. Your thing here. Very good. Very good, uh, everyone. All right, now, what was this movie rated? Do you stand by your R rating? Yeah. It was rated PG. Really? PG? Yes. In fact, this movie and Indiana Jones 2 are the reason there is a PG-13 rating now. 
there was complaints. Both Spielberg movies, by the way, or Spielberg involved <laughs> movies. Uh, they were um, really pushing the limit back. They then. were, yeah. in fact, they were complained about the violence in both of those so much that Spielberg went to the MP- MPAA and said, "Hey, we should have an in between." And they were like, "That's a great idea," and they made it PG thirteen. Ah. What month was the movie released? Uh, November, July. It was released in June. But it was originally supposed to be released during the holiday season. But Warner Brothers realized it didn't have a summer movie to go up against Ghostbusters to Indiana Jones 2 and Ghostbusters. And they moved it to compete. Interesting, right? Yeah. This movie opened up the same day as the original Ghostbusters. Oh, wow. Who is Gizmo? He's one of the gremlins. He's the ringleader. Uh, They only say their names like Pokemon. And they do talk fairly close. They can say more than just their names, but yeah. they do talk. Um, yeah. And then who voices Gizmo? Was it Christopher Walken? <laughs> no. Was it Kevin Conroy? No, it was Howie Mandel. The like, deal or no deal guy? Yeah, yeah. Like the deal or no deal and on the voice and like, yeah. Okay. Howie Mandel. But I love the fact that Laura remembered. Uh, Brian, when I was a kid, when Laura was a kid, there was this stupid show on Saturday. <laughs> oh, it was so good. It, I it love was Bobby's so World. It was called Bobby's World. And like every <laughs> opening, it was like Bobby, this little like snot-nosed kid, was like, he like talked to actual live action Howie Mandel. And then like the show started and it was a weird show. It was so um, good. But yeah. I think, like, after, when he said that one line, Gizmo said, like, bye, Bobby. Said, bye, or bye, Billy. 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 No, I'm thinking Bobby. Yeah. Um, yeah. I recognized it. And then I was remembering, I think, because Howie Mandel's on America's Got Talent. And That's I watched one, yeah. that. And I think that he's talked about, like, being the voice of Gremlins uh. before. So it all came together. So originally, Tim Burton was supposed to direct the movie. Uh, at the time, 1984, his short film Frankenweenie had come out, and Spielberg was really impressed with it. Um, but he wasn't really interested. So, and finally, why does Kate not like Christmas? <laughs> well, she's one of the younger kids, and she didn't get the gift she really wanted for Christmas. Instead, she got a dead dad (laughs) in the chimney. Yeah, so dad loves Christmas and is now dead. Good job, Brian. Or he left on Christmas, which he kind of did too. Um, But yeah, unfortunate, but uh, a hilarious story as well. Um, Okay, so now. (sighs) Brian, I'm going to ask you to do what we did in the beginning when you watched that trailer. Um, I'm going to send you a, a skit uh, that I want you us to watch. Um, okay. So Key and Peele famously uh, is part of their show, uh, did a, a skit about right after Gremlins came out about how the second movie came around. So I'm going to drop that in here now. Uh, and this is like five minutes, uh, but enjoy. And then I'm going to just talk about this after. Wait, so all of those things are in the movie? All of those things <laughs> are in Gremlins 2. It is insanely bad, uh, but good. Joe Dante actually directed it and prefers the second movie really? over the first. Yes. Because the um, whole time I was watching, I'm like, I don't really get this until the end when I was like, these were all in the movie. I'm like, what? All of it. 
it doesn't make sense how insane that movie went. And like literally Hulk Hogan Hulk is Hogan. on is that people are in a movie theater watching a movie with Hulk Hogan and the gremlins are like, rah, 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 and he's like, Hey, you stop doing that. Like it's ridiculous. Um, it's, it, it was a box office flop. People hated it. Um, wild though, wild film, but it actually exists. Um, I need I to recommend... Google vegetable gremlin because that one. Yes. Yeah, um... I don't understand that one. I found all the other ones on <laughs> Google Images, and uh, it's not vegetable gremlin. Gremlin. Vegetable. Vegetable. Uh, I found the googly hide uh, stupid as fuck one. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, yeah. The vegetable, vegetable gremlin, gremlin was mutated gremlin at the clap center. He's the first gremlin to be mutated. Or to become a mutant gremlin. Oh my gosh, he has like a carrot beard. <laughs> that is ridiculous. And tomatoes, yeah. <coughs> I love it. Vegetable gremlin. That's... Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I'll be watching the second movie. God, I wish I could have been a screenwriter in the 80s. <laughs> I know, right? Like, crazy. You just coked up fever dreams. Yep. Um, so... Let's uh, let's roll out our, our good friend, the uh, doof meter. Um, let's see if we can. I think I, I might have. Uh, oh, you might got have it? it? Yeah, I've got it here, uh, but uh, hopefully you can help me wheeling it back. All right, let's see here. Come on, doof meter. Come on what out. What did you just do? To- <laughs> had to get it wet around the top, you know? It doesn't, yeah, make, was- the, doesn't okay. make the boat noise, Laura. Don't you I've know never- how this doof meter works? Never seen that? No. Yeah. Gotta get it like a little around the top. Did you Were you one of those kids that put your whole mouth on the water fountain? Oh. No, no, yeah, probably. Uh I Chris Pratt it every time. Um anyway, Doof Meter is out. And it is our patented meter of rating movies. It is a one to five rating system, with one being eh, it's a movie, and five being wow, I'm a doof. I should have seen this earlier. So, Brian, where are you on the doof meter? I think, uh, I think this is a solid four. Enough of it was in it that you can like you could see pop culture references and see how it goes forward. Yeah, I think I have a hard time giving it a five because I don't sure. think that I'll see it again. Mm. And I don't think it's going to get added into my like Christmas movie rotation. Sure. Um, and overall, I don't know that it's that important of a movie <laughs> for me to have seen. But I had a blast watching it. It was fun to watch yeah. it with, with with you all. But yeah, um, yeah. So if is, if there was more talk of parents falling down chimneys, <laughs> might have slid it to a five for you. Yeah, I think a couple more. Uh, chimney Chimney related deaths (laughs) okay fair enough Laura how about you I think I'm actually going to give it a three Um, slightly lower than Brian because I think everything that I already knew about the movie was like I didn't I could have just known that about the movie sure (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how to word it, but 
Yeah, like I didn't learn anything new about the movie from watching the movie, if that makes any sense. Like I know the pop culture stuff, I guess. I already knew ahead of time. Yeah. Um, like the rules and the um yeah, so um and I agree with Brian that I don't know if I would watch this again, but I am glad that I've watched it because it is kind of like a classic movie that I mm-hmm. think definitely should should have watched a long time ago, but that one one is once is enough. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if you were kids and you had seen it if you would have a different reaction. I think so. I probably would have, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Having like the nostalgia around it. I think mm-hmm. like to what you were talking about, like in the first half of the episode, like sentiment being a big part of mm-hmm. Christmas movies in general, I think a lot of that sentiment comes from the nostalgia of it. Yeah. Like there's a lot of yeah. Christmas movies that even that like when I watch them now, if I if they weren't part of my rotation when I was a kid, like then I, I don't super care about them all that much. Yeah. Yeah. Now, but like Jingle All the Way is still yes. one of my like favorite Christmas <laughs> movies of all time. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's a stupid movie. <laughs> yeah. It is. It's so bad, but it's so good at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I definitely agree with that. That if I watched this as a kid, I would probably it would be one of those like classic movies that I watch a lot, but yeah. And you know what, to be fair too, I I'll agree with you to the extent, like this is not on my Christmas rotation. It's to me, uh, it's a pop cultural necessity. Mm-hmm. I think that people should see it at some point. It is, it has, um, gone into pop culture. It is still talked about. It is still relevant enough that they're making another movie. They're making another show mm-hmm. in regards to it. Um, so I'm glad that we all got to watch it together. But, um, yeah, I don't think it, I wouldn't consider it one of the more important, like, uh, Christmas films. I, I just think that this is one of those 80s movies that just really surprised a lot of people and kind of rocked out on things, uh, which is really cool. So, love it. Excellent. All right. And I think, uh, let me just, we can wheel that doof meter off screen here. Oh, you want me to put it away? Uh, yeah, if you, do you have something to, can you put it away? <laughs> <laughs> Right? <laughs> 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 can you? Can I just get a screenshot of that? <laughs> Give me another one. Of I was those, like, please. we need some visual of this for everybody to see. Well, I don't know yeah. if we do, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This this can go on our OnlyFans account. I was gonna say, I, I I haven't made a good cartoon drawing in a while. I was like, that would be perfect. Oh um, my god! Oh, that was a great. For those of you uh, listening, I put the well, majority of my so, glass yeah, to of start. Yeah. <laughs> to start, when I brought the bo- the doof meter in, I blew through a bottle, but I tried. I got the top of it wet, but I literally like engulfed the bottle in my mouth to get it wet. And Laura was very shocked by that. I've never um, seen anybody do that before. Yeah, like I just like nip the tip and then like. But then, like Brian, just like ate half of that bottle. (laughs) Like, that was good. That was really good. Oh my god! We should be recording these and put these on YouTube. I was just like this TikTok, great TikTok content. Oh Oh my god! Yeah, new trend. Eat your bottle first. Yeah. Um. Anyway, thank you very much. Um. And yeah, and if you. And that's it for the episode. And if you want to uh, listen to us or find us uh, or any, you know, by now, you know, we're 
This is like, by the way, this is like episode 101. I think we actually oh, published wow. 100 episodes last uh, episode we dropped. Yeah. Um, I think it was like 1,200 minutes of content this yeah. year or something like that. Yeah. Wow. So, which is cool. So we will, um, yeah. So you know where we are by now, but if you, uh, you know, tell your friends, you can tell them to find us uh, on anywhere you listen to a podcast. There's basically yeah. no Any place podcasts, anymore. Uh, <laughs> thing yeah you'll be able to find yeah. us i'm still um, just laughing at brian putting that uh, in his mouth he was you, so like excited about it too that was the thing <laughs> if you uh haven't followed us yet and you don't know what those handles are it's at real doof on facebook and instagram and we are at real real doofs on twitter if it's there anymore uh, by the time you're listening to this maybe twitter twitter might not crashed. exist might not yeah. exist yeah, yeah. Um, but we can let you know when new episodes drop there. Uh, we might ask you what kind of movie you want us to see next. Uh, if you do listen to us on Spotify rather than other uh, apps, um, you might see random questions or polls in the app. And if you answer those, we'll, uh, we'll we might talk about it in the next episode. Um, for instance, there's probably a question from this episode. I feel like maybe like what's your favorite Christmas movie or something like that. Oh, I'd love to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. that might be, you know, the poll that goes up on Spotify. So if you use Spotify, um, you can engage with us there. And also on any other podcast app that you're listening to us in the episode description, there is a link uh, where you can drop us a message and we can actually hear your voice instead of you only hearing ours. And then uh, we might play that in the next episode or talk about it or, or something if you do, because it'd be great to hear from you. Um, Love it. Otherwise, uh, sweet. Yeah. All right. Well, That's thank it. you for for joining us on the Christmas episode, or you know, our holiday episode. And uh, Brian, Laura, thank you both for for being good sports about just coming in completely blind as to what we were going to watch. Yeah. Really appreciate it, and um, stay away from chimneys. Stay away from chimneys. <laughs> <laughs>